Hello and welcome to the first episode of Minor Details, the official podcast of Placerita Junior High School. I am your host, Aaron Cuvedo, and today I have with me our principal, Mr. Turner. Mr. Turner, how have you been holding up in quarantine? Well, Aaron, we have been doing pretty good. We have been hanging in and all of the the constant things uh, going on have kept us quite busy. You know, believe it or not, I, I've really been going nonstop. We've had a lot of things happening that I know some of them we're going to talk about uh, in the uh, podcast today, but we uh, have done a lot of Zoom meetings. We have Zoomed and Zoomed until we're, we get tired of Zooming on some days. I think one day I had five Zoom meetings where uh, probably for a total of between six and a half and seven hours wow. on Zoom on one day. We have, we have had a lot of a lot of things going on, a lot of work happening, even though uh, most of our uh, Placerita family is at home. We have we have still been quite busy. So uh, my family's well. I hope your family's well. And um, I, I you know, it, it has been it, it's not an easy time, but we've been holding up pretty well. And we're, we're looking forward to continue to uh, just push through and hang in there together. Yeah, I definitely appreciate all the work that you've been up. Uh putting into everything that's been going on. I know you've been very busy. Yeah, it's good. It's good that we we can still find ways to um, keep ourselves occupied, even though we're not uh, at school or at work or anything. Right. Very true. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's jump right in. Can you tell us a little bit about what the Heart District has been doing to help lessen the burden on uh, some of our families during this this crazy uh, historic period that we're going through? Sure. I think I think a really neat thing to think about is that um, we got wind that this could happen earlier in the week of um, March the 13th. Uh, the, that mm-hmm. Friday the 13th was the last day that we were in school in March. And we we found out probably on a Monday or Tuesday that other the possibility of other districts. And we did not know for sure about our district at the time, but that we could be closing school. So we, we started working early that week. We, we put a tech survey out to all of our students about technology at home um, on Tuesday of that week, Tuesday or Wednesday of that week. And um, then on Thursday of that week, we did a full, what we actually, we already had scheduled a minimum day for staff on March the 12th. And that afternoon, all the plans changed for all the professional development that we were going to do around the district to completely focusing on doing a massively intensive short training for staff on Google Classroom for those especially that hadn't uh, used Google Classroom before. So we had a very quick beginning to this. And I think our teaching staff was absolutely amazing, uh, really across the whole district, that there were some school districts and some uh, even counties and different parts of the country that took up to a month to get started. And there are uh, some school districts, I think, that just very recently started after being out for a very long yeah. time. And it was it was quite amazing how fast that we got that up and going. Um, across the valley, we have, uh, with our different lunch programs throughout uh, the valley, we have um, uh, pickups in 18 different locations across the valley as well, too. So our school district, along with the other three school districts in the valley, have worked together to have 18 different spots where 
students that are 18 years of age and under that need a food pickup for lunches on the regular five days of week that school is going on can do that. The, the closest um, schools to us are probably New Hall Elementary, Peachland, and Wiley Canyon. And our district has three schools, uh, three junior highs that are actually doing the pickups as well at Rio, Rio Norte, Ranch Pico, and La Mesa. Those three junior highs have pickup spots in them. But our most of our students would that are closest to us would probably either go to Newhall, Peachland, or Wiley. And then we, we have also been out, um, uh, we, we had a couple days where we had... Um, uh, giving out Chromebooks to students. We we initially had Chromebooks from the district, which this is this is a pretty neat, a wise thing on our district's end of things. Where the um, in the past, instead of us just tossing all of our old Chromebooks into recycling, we had created a program through the district's Wish Foundation to where we would give Chromebooks to students that didn't have computers at home. So we had a good collection of Chromebooks in the district warehouse, which was very wise on the part of our district, you know, to do that, yeah. to help students, you know, from the beginning. But when all of this happened, we, we, we slightly changed the rules to fit, you know, whoever needs a Chromebook to do the work that we need to do from home. So we, we had initially given out between 175 and 180 Chromebooks. And, but since the time that we have been out, we uh, have had some days where parents could drive through and pick up Chromebooks. And then after we did that, um, I just started going out and dropping them off, you know, have kids, you know, come out of their house. And I have the Chromebooks all set up with a big Ziploc bag. And, you know, I'll put, I'll get, you know, get all fixed up with my mask and my gloves and either pull up in front of a kid's house and just hand the, the Ziploc bag out the window and they will pick it up. So we've been out working really hard to make sure that, you know, students have the right technology, the best technology that they can have, you know, during this just really crazy time. We'll have to keep this going. We will, this will continue all the way through to the end of the year. And we, we, we honestly do not know what's going to happen with summer school yet or school this fall. So there's a lot of yeah. questions that are up in the air that we will have to wait and see what happens into the future uh, to, you know, see where we end up going from there. Yeah, and I think our district specifically is has been really prepared for all this. Um, I know my family was very impressed with how quickly uh, the the district was able to uh, get back on its feet after we had to uh, close school down. It it did move really fast. On Monday, STN was canceled, and we are all up in arms about it. And sure. on Friday, uh, everything else was canceled. So <laughs> it was really um, it was really a great job on the part of uh, uh, our admin, I think, and our district. Yeah. You know, I know we were all really bummed about the fact that we didn't go to STN and that was a that was a sad moment because I was there whenever Mr. Cast told you guys and yeah. but after the fact when we looked back at it it was it was a very wise thing yeah. even probably more wise than we realized it was at the time because I would have hated for you guys to got on a plane that night and ended up in DC and then once you got there realized that the conference was canceled and then that would have been an even worse thing uh, for all the, the travel and everything mixed up with that. So th that was tough. That was not an easy thing. There were, um, you know, those type of things. And, you know, I, I feel, 
really bad for all of our kids that have been working all year too on our big Alice in Wonderland production and all of that. That was, um, um, you know, I'm, we, we, th that was very hard to think about that all the time and the hours and everything that has been put into that and not being able to do that the way we had dreamed about, you know, this spring was, uh, was, was very difficult. What we'll have to see, we'll have to see what we can revise next year and, you know, bring back and, you know, who knows, maybe uh, some of the eighth graders that are eighth graders this year may come back and help with something next year. You never know. So we'll, we'll have to see how that can be, um, how, how, what could happen with that. Yeah. And um, I know uh, uh, being involved with KidFlix very heavily, I know it was a big, it was a big thing at the time and we, it was definitely the right decision to have been made by the, uh, by the district. We're definitely thankful for that. Um, shifting notes a little bit. Uh, how long have you been principal at uh, Placerita and how did you get your start? That's a really good question, Aaron. I actually, this is my third year at uh, Placerita and um, to go a little bit in reverse prior to, Prior to being at, at Placerita, I was an assistant principal over at Hart High School, which is about, you know, three-tenths of a mile yep. down the road from Placerita. And I was there for uh, 13 years, um, just a little over 13 years. But we'll, we'll call it 13 years just for the sake of years. Uh, but I had a, um, an absolutely wonderful time there being an administrator. I was there while all of, all of my kids, my own kids went to high school and that was, a, that was a lot of fun seeing them and, and enjoying their time while they were in school together. And prior to being there, I was a, um, a district administrator back in a, a district just east of Atlanta, Georgia. And so I was the uh, director of uh, science. I was the uh, administrator at the district office that had all of the high schools. And then prior to doing that, I was an administrator at uh, Fernbank Science Center, where I was one of the um, administrative coordinators there, which Fernbank is an incredible place. Uh, but prior to that, I was a, a, um, a teacher in for uh, 12 years across two years uh, in Tennessee, where I grew up prior to moving to uh, the area just east of Atlanta, where I taught for 10 years there. So I was in the classroom for 12 years. So that takes you all the way back to the time whenever I was um, in college. So um, th there was a long road to get to where we are now. And this is, it's a little crazy for me to believe. And I don't feel like I'm that old, but this is my 34th year. It's, um, it, it, there's always something new. There's, there's not ever a week or really almost a day that goes by that there isn't something that you're learning new and that you are um, finding out about how something works that you may not know about before, even, uh, you know, from the principal's viewpoint, still something new. And, and I, I love to learn. I don't ever want to stop learning. And, uh, you know, from that time and leading up to where I am right now, I have, been, I have enjoyed the journey a lot. So thank you for asking that question. And I uh, hope that uh, lets you have a little better background and where I came from, you know, in the past. Yeah, that's very, it's definitely a, a long track record of uh, helping out students as a admin. Can you tell us for some for the students that are going to be at Placerita next year some of the changes that might be being made on our campus in this next school year? Sure, we really don't know. I mean, honestly, and I'm being really transparent right now. We don't really know what school is going to look like this fall. Yeah. There, I'm I'm hoping, I'm very hopeful that we could return to a regular fall 
with registration in August and starting school at the regular time. We don't know if that's really going to happen yet or not. And if it doesn't, it might be September. You never know. No, Nobody really yeah. knows right now. It's a giant unknown. But um, for both the the incoming seventh graders and the, the the eighth graders for next year, we have a few things that were that we have worked on already this year to sort of prep us for next year. One of the first things is that um, uh, all of the elective, like the exploratory type classes, will be full semesters instead of being um, quarter classes, like a lot of them have been for many years. And we do that so that students could really have a good idea. If, if you're going to be a part of that exploratory group of classes, when you come in, you know you're going to have four of them. So you would be able to pick between, you know, four different areas. And, and uh, that also means we also have, you know, regular year-long electives in, in the form of like ASB, yearbook, all the music programs, dance programs, all of those are uh, a part of a uh, – you know, usually have those classes for a, for a full year, and that's a, that's an exciting thing to be a part of of that. But we also uh, have been working throughout the course of this past year on a uh, a program that we call Minor Pride, and it it emphasizes uh, positive behavioral um, expectations as well as rewards for doing things right. And that will continue. And in addition to that, we have also been working on the course of this year on a um, a parent center that that will be. We've had we had several things that we did with that this year. Our uh, social worker, uh, Miss Elizabeth Orozco, did some uh, specific parent meetings where she did some uh, classes specifically for parents to attend. That will continue for next year. We're also working on our um, gold club, which you say, okay, what in the world is a gold club? Well, we're the miners, and uh, the history of Placerita is, you know, Placerita Canyon, and the the first gold was actually found in Placerita Canyon even prior to Sutter's Mill. And in the process of being miners at Placerita, we have a room that we are dedicated as that is being dedicated as the wellness center. And hopefully this fall, we can have a grand opening for that room for people to come from around the district to take a look at it. And uh, right now that room is in the middle of its wrapping up its final construction, but that room itself is going to be where students can go um, on some for some special occasions, some special meetings. We'll have lunch meetings, lunch activities. There'll be a way for students to earn the 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 ability to go into the wellness center, which is our goal club. And um, then there will also be some group meetings in there that our counselors and our therapists will be running. And there'll be a lot of different opportunities for students to be able to get a chance to take a look, see what's happening in there. I know we've been working on getting that gold club open for, for a long time now. I'm, I'm excited to see how that, uh, how that eventually turns out. Do you have any words for our current eighth graders who are about to be uh, freshmen over at Hart? Um, do you have any words of advice for transitioning over to Hart? Yeah, a- absolutely. You, you, number one, you are going to a great school. the The opportunities that you have there, there, especially if you are, and I would, I would challenge you, number one, to just get involved, yeah. and, and you're going to hear that. 
their administration and and the the counselors and the folks at heart are going to tell you as freshmen come over here and find your niche come over here and get involved in something whether it's in a club whether it's in a uh, a sport whether it's a part of you know the 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 really grand athletic program that they have over there whether it's in a performing group they have a broad range of performing groups they have a very broad spectrum of athletic teams over there uh it, it is a great place to go and find what you really you know who you really are you know figure out what you are good at and or you just if something that you love and dive in get involved in what that is and if uh if if you explore a variety of things, you know, hopefully within that first year, you can figure out exactly where that's going to be. But I, I would also say, make sure that when you get there to pace yourself, don't overdo it. Mm. Uh, find a good balance as to how you can do your classwork and do your, you know, extracurricular activities and use that balance to give you some strength and, you know, uh, your future pursuits. And I would say even in your freshman year, you should start thinking about where you might want to be in your college freshman year. Mm. It's not too early, not too early for you to start thinking about that. Start thinking about how what you really, really love could affect what you might be majoring in whenever you go to college. So go find your niche, find your uh, where you fit in and get involved. And when you do that, you will meet some great friends. And you will get to know people that you might not have known before. So, yeah, that, the big thing is, you know, dive in, find what you enjoy, get involved in that, uh, focus on your academics, focus on your uh, your main classes that you have. And, you know, you're a student first. So find that good balance and and just dive in and enjoy it because you, you guys are all going to have a great time over there for sure. All right. Uh, Mr. Turner, thank you for being on the show. Thank you, Aaron. Thank you so much for um, your diligence in setting all of this up. And just thank you for being you. I appreciate you and, and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thank you. You too. That's all for this episode of Minor Details. You can find us anywhere podcasts are available every other Monday. And remember, it's the minor details that count.